A special thanks goes out to the folks at Anchor.fm for bringing you this podcast. Hello again, everyone. Today, a poet who was discussed in a Woody Allen movie. I'm Tom Zania, and this is Tom Read Your Story. Coming to you almost live, it's time once again for Tom Reads Your Story, the number one spoken word podcast on the web for audiobooks, social media posts, current events, and just plain whatever. So let's start the show. For the next half hour, I'll be your host. I'm voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zania. Do you need a good professional sound for your podcast? I'm Tom Zania, voice actor and podcast host of Tom Reads Your Story. I can give you the sound you're looking for for your podcast intros and advertisements at the price and turnaround you need. So don't hesitate and send me a message at TomReadYourStory at Yahoo.com. And we are back. Welcome back, everyone. I'm glad you're here. Always a great feeling to know that I'm getting my listeners every week, new ones and the ones that have been listening for a long time. It's a great feeling. I appreciate it very much that you are visiting Tom Reads Your Story. And by the way, I'm Tom. Well, you know that. Anyway, uh, So, what's been happening? Well, the queen died. You know, I know a lot of people say, well, the queen is worthless and she doesn't do anything. I get a little tired of that. I think it's kind of endearing to watch the royal family and to see what they're up to and things like that. I'm not saying you should read tabloids that gossip about the royal. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that there's a lot of history uh, when looking in on the royal family. And I just think it's interesting. I, You know, they're not the real leaders anymore, and that's fine. But look, folks, it's not Richard III, all right? Nobody's getting their head chopped off, all right? They're involved in charities, and they wave and say hello. And they have a lot of money. Can you deal with that? I think you can, since most of America is that way. And you know, if you don't like looking in on the royal family, you don't have to. You can change the channel and watch Fox News or that other crap that people watch. You know, that's you don't have to say bad things about the queen or the the rest of the royal family. You just don't have to do that. There's no reason to, okay? We all know that, that England has a prime minister who is the leader now, and the ceremonial leader is the, the king, King Charles III. It was the queen, but she passed away. So let's not, you know, let me, oh, oh, the royal family, they're disgusting and they hurt, hurt people and they're rich. And blah, blah. Look, it's history, folks. 
It's the same thing within a, in America. We can talk about it. All right? Um, okay. Enough of that. Uh, let's, let's get into this week's festivities. You know, lately, I've been getting more into poetry. And I think I have said before on the uh, Tom Zania get-together, that's my second name of the show. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, <clears throat> I have said before that I do like reading poetry the most. Much, I don't want to say much more, but I, I can really say I probably enjoy it more than long-form audiobook narration. Because believe me, that gets boring. Okay. And, and you know, or most of you know that I'm not much of a reader. Um, I haven't read tons and tons of books. So when I think about what I want to read as a formal recording, I go for things that keep my attention. (laughs) <laughs> Short attention span theater, ladies and gentlemen. So I, I yeah, I, I lean towards the poetry, as I've said before. And this week, I'm doing the same thing. Uh, I have gotten into lately Jim Harrison, who I'd never heard of. I had never heard of that gentleman. Uh, Khalil Gibran was last week who I definitely had heard of, because The Prophet was a book that was in our household back on Woodward Street in Grand Rapids. Now, uh, I'm not an expert on any of these people, but I'm definitely looking more into them as time goes by. We have another one today, and you... If you are a fan of Woody Allen films, you probably remember one called Hannah and Her Sisters. It's a wonderful Woody Allen movie. And if you've seen it at least once, and I'm sure many of you have seen it several times, uh, you remember the scene with Michael Caine and Barbara Hershey where they're at the Strand. Now, The Strand is a bookstore uh, near Union Square here in New York, and it's huge. It's a very, very large bookstore. I think it bills itself in advertising as the biggest bookstore in the world or something like that. And the scene is, of course, um, where Michael Caine is chatting or flirting uh, with Barbara Hershey uh, in this movie. And they're at the bookstore, and he finds a book by E.E. Cummings. And he says, I'd like to get this for you. (laughs) That's a terrible Michael Caine imitation. But he he shows her a book of E.E. Cummings poems, And he insists that he buy it for her. Or maybe she bought it later on or something. But she kind of says, no, 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 that's not necessary. But she actually recites 
one of the poems that I'll be reading for you today. Today we have four poems by E.E. Cummings. I want to first, um, for those of you like myself who don't know that much about E.E. Cummings, uh, I want to uh, look into uh, Wikipedia and tell you a little about him. I'm going to paraphrase from Wikipedia here. Uh, Edward Estlin Cummings, who was born in 1894 and uh, passed away in 1962, often wrote in all lowercase uh, as E.E. E. Cummings, small e, small e, and then Cummings with a small c. He was an American poet. He was a painter. He was an essayist. He was an author and a playwright. He wrote approximately 2,900 poems, two autobiographical novels, four plays, and several essays. He's regarded as one of the most important American poets of the 20th century. Cummings is associated with modernist freeform poetry. Much of his work has idiosyncratic syntax and uses lowercase spellings for poetic expression. Um, he was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, he, his mother and father were a well-known Unitarian couple uh, in um, Cambridge. Uh, his father was a professor at Harvard later became nationally known as the Minister of South Congregational Church in Boston. Uh, his mother, who loved to spend time with her children, played games with Cummings and his sister Elizabeth. Uh, Cummings' parents supported his creative gifts. Isn't that great? You know, I think a, a lot about, uh, especially actors, who are well-supported by their folks, uh, encouraged to to uh, move on uh, in their careers. That's very interesting to me. Uh, okay, getting back. Uh, Cummings wrote poems and drew as a child. He often played outdoors with many other children who children who lived in his neighborhood. He grew up um, in the company of such family friends as philosophers William James and Josiah Royce. Many of coming summers were spent on Silver Lake in Madison, New Hampshire, where his father had built two houses along the eastern shore. The family ultimately purchased the nearby Joy Farm, where Cummings had his primary summer residence. Uh, okay, in the war in 1917, with the First World War going in Europe, Cummings enlisted in the Norton Hajari's Ambulance Corps. I don't know what that means. Uh, on the boat to France, he met William Slater Brown, and they would become friends. Due to an administrative error, Cummings and Brown did not receive an assignment for five weeks, a period they spent exploring Paris. Cummings fell in love with the city, to which he would return throughout his life. So that is some information about E.E. E. Cummings. Now, if you've seen um, Hannah and her sisters, 
uh, as I said, it's a wonderful little scene with Michael Caine and Barbara Hershey. And that poem, and I'm getting back to uh, my other screen here, that the poem that uh, is referred to in that scene is called Somewhere I Have Traveled, which will be our last poem. I'm going to read to you the titles of each poem first, and then we'll play through the all four of them uh, without interruption. Uh, the first one is called, and by the way, I'm paraphrasing the titles because I'm reading the file tags, the MP3 file tags, which is, it's just not necessary to write the entire title of, uh, of the poem. Uh, the first one, May I Feel, he said. Um, the second one is called Maggie and Millie. The third, I like my body. And the fourth is the one I just referred to, somewhere I have traveled. So let's begin today with readings of E.E. E. Cummings. May I feel, said he, by E.E. E. Cummings. May I feel, said he, I'll squeal, said she, just once, said he. It's fun, said she, may I touch, said he. How much, said she, a lot, said he. Why not, said she. Let's go, said he. Not too far, said she. What's too far, said he. Where you are, said she. May I stay, said he. Which way, said she. Like this, said he. If you kiss, said she. May I move, said he. Is it love, said she. If you're willing, said he. But you're killing, said she. But it's life, said he. But your wife, said she. Now, said he. Ow, said she. Tip-top, said he. Don't stop, said she. Oh, no, said he. Go slow, said she. Come, said he. Um, said she. You're divine, said he. You are mine, said she. I Like My Body When It Is With Your by E.E. E. Cummings I like my body when it is with your body. It is so quite a new thing. Muscles better and nerves more. I like your body. I like what it does. I like its hows. I like to feel the spine of your body and its bones and the trembling, firm smoothness, which I will again and again and again kiss. I like kissing this and that of you. I like slowly stroking the shocking fuzz of your electric fur. And what is it comes over parting flesh and eyes big love crumbs? And possibly I like the thrill of under me you so quite knew. Thank you. 
Maggie and Millie and Molly and May by E.E. E. Cummings. Maggie and Millie and Molly and May went down to the beach to play one day, and Maggie discovered a shell that sang so sweetly she couldn't remember her troubles, and Millie befriended a stranded star whose rays five languid fingers were and Molly was chased by a horrible thing which raced sideways while blowing bubbles. And they came home with a smooth round stone as small as a world and as large as a loan. For whatever we lose, like a you or a me, it's always ourselves we find in the sea. Somewhere I Have Traveled Gladly Beyond by E. E. Cummings Somewhere I have traveled gladly beyond any experience your eyes have their silence. In your most frail gesture are things which enclose me, or which I cannot touch because they are too near. Your slightest look easily will unclose me, Though I have closed myself as fingers, you open always petal by petal, myself, as spring opens, touching skillfully, mysteriously, her first rose. Or if your wish be to close me, I and my life will shut very beautifully, suddenly, as when the heart of this flower imagines the snow carefully, everywhere descending. Nothing which we are to perceive in this world equals the power of your intense fragility, whose texture compels me with the color of its countries, rendering death and forever with each breathing. I do not know what it is about you that closes and opens. Only something in me understands the voice of your eyes is deeper than all roses. Nobody, not even the rain, has such small hands. Some very interesting poems by E. E. Cummings revolving around intimacy at least, <laughs> I don't know how much of his work uh, is that subject, but uh, uh, the ones I pick seem to be. Um, I like this stuff. I'm. I hope to uh, go back to it again at uh, some other time. Hope you enjoyed today's show, and that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Tom Reads Your Story. Portions were pre-recorded. Please tell your friends if you enjoyed your visit today because we're always looking for new ones. Thanks, Anchor.fm, for this opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. Until next time, take care, everyone. Bye now. This is Tom Zania. For more information on my availability for your e-learning, commercial, or audiobook project, visit my website at www.tomzvoices.com. Dot Weebly.com.
We hope you visit us again real soon for another episode of Tom Reads Your Story.